Yo, I'm Fun. This is Alan Ev. Enjoy. Yo, what's up, guys? My name's Carlos Price, and I'm doing a little takeover today on Alan Ev. Um, this is going to be a bit of a sports podcast. What's up, team? Welcome back to Alan Ev. Um, hope you're having a good day, good morning, good evening, whenever you're listening to this. Um, just switching up today, doing something a bit different, doing a bit of a takeover Tuesday. Um, or I get someone to just take over the podcast and just and just tell us all about their experience without me doing uh, any talking pretty much. So today we've got on Carlos, I'm going to let him introduce himself. Uh, he's a bit of a footy player, a bit of a businessman as well. He's got a um, clothing business, 138, you should check that out. But yeah, as I say, I'm going to let him do the talking today. I uh, just wanted to do a bit of a quick intro and some things I took out of it rather than doing it at the end because... You won't listen if it's at the end. <laughs> so yeah, just a couple of things that I took out of this podcast with with Lossie, uh, just from listening to him that I that I quite liked was um, just hearing about his journey for one and talking about that finals in in the Auckland One A grade, uh, winning that against Grandma. I was there when Kings beat Grandma last year or a year ago, and yeah, the 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 um the environment in that stadium is unreal. So I can't imagine what it would have been. A, would have been like to be a part of that um so congrats to you for that bro and um and making schools just ticking ticking any box really is is a massive accomplishment but to do something like that is is out the gate so again congrats some other things that i quite liked about lossie's talk today guys was that he's just down to earth he's a real humble guy um and he's got a great outlook on life so without further ado carlos price 138 uh, footy player to be he's already a footy player but um he's, he's on the rise and definitely got a bright future ahead of him so enjoy today's one chat uh so basically just to introduce myself um i come from a little place called mount monganui in new zealand um i was here for most of my life in year 12 i went up to um st kennegan college um to pursue my to pursue my footy uh, for two years and then um coming out of school in 2017 i headed down to wellington on a um, two-year contract with Wellington, uh, spent a bit of time down there in with the Lions and um, and I did a bit of work with the Hurricanes. Uh, and then after that, in 2019, last year, I actually went moved back up closer to home to Hamilton. Um, I signed a one-year deal with Waikato and I uh, loved it yeah, in, in Hamilton last year. And then um, this year, uh, everything's been a bit up in the air. Um, I was supposed to go overseas, but not planning on doing that anymore. As you can imagine, with COVID, um, things are a bit difficult. But um, I'm actually currently looking at going back um, to Waikato for another year, um, and then we'll see what happens after that. Um, Finny Barnett, he sent me a few questions to go through, um, and I'll try and get through them as best I can for you. Um, So my position is halfback, um, and I play a bit of first five when needed. Um, usually play the first first 60 or something at halfback and then move to first five in the later parts of the game um, if I have to. So um, quick fire questions, what's my game day habits? So I don't have a lot of game day habits. So I, um, I like to keep it pretty pretty simple and pretty unrehearsed. So um, a lot of people are su- superstitious and to be honest, I'm quite superstitious. So I try and keep it um, out of my game day habits because I... Um, if if I get if I get that in my head, I like I end up psyching myself out a bit. So um, for me, it's pretty chill. I make sure I just get my stuff ready the night before the game, um, so I can sort of relax on the day. Wake up in the morning. Um, if it's an evening game, uh, I like to get down, have a coffee and breakfast with my partner um, or with the boys. Um, if I can walk there, then we'll do that. 
um, and then basically from then on just go home chill and watch watch some Netflix and maybe have a sleep if it's a if it's a late game so I, I just like to stay like sort of as relaxed as possible I guess and um, and so for me it's just we usually go in um, for a game day primer and um, I'll chill during that um, that's that's quite a whip but before I'm going to use Waikato as an example we actually go in um, I think it's like four five hours before the game and we do our game day primer and then we do a little batch run through um, pretty much just walking and then we all go to um, a place together and we have a feed and we stay there together until the game then we bust back to the game and we go straight in so um, that kind of I guess shapes your your game day um, a bit differently where you have to sort of adapt to it and I guess for me we just sort of go and have a feed and then um, I'll either play cards with the boys or something otherwise I'll have a sleep um, and then get strapped and head in for the game um, and, I kind of, and I just as I said just real chill for as long as I can um, and then when I sort of go out to warm up um, things sort of start just slowly building uh, favourite footy memory to date and why um, probably I would say uh, I guess actually maybe at school uh, year 12 we won the um, Auckland 1A at Eden Park uh, that was probably you know in the time um, in the situation it was probably the my favourite moment um, it was just like uh, I, know, I think we had like nearly 15,000 people there you know I was um, I was about 16 and I'd just gone to um, school in Auckland and you know um, and no disrespect to the sort of school rugby culture in Tauranga on the Bay of Plenty, but um, everyone knows that Auckland school rugby culture is just a little bit different. Um, everyone seems to get into it up there. And so, um, yeah, it was just crazy. You know, everyone was just painted up and, um, you know, there were sirens going and, and everyone was cheering. It was so loud in there and it was like half the... Um, because Eden Park obviously holds about 50,000 people, but so 15,000 didn't look like much in there. So it was just like one of the main stands basically full and one half of it was us, St. Kent's fans, and then the other half was Auckland Grammar. And they were separated by about maybe a row of 10 seats. So um, now it was cool and we got we went right down to the final play. Um, Auckland Grammar had a kick to win it and they missed it and we kicked it out we won we all sort of sprinted over to our crowd um jumped up into the crowd and um yeah it was a, it was a pretty crazy time um i remember going up to one of my mates that was actually from Tauranga as well he was in the crowd um big hugs with him and we were just like he was like man look where we are like this is crazy and it all sort of just hit me like that and yeah i guess that was probably one of my favorite footy moments to date um, and probably um, another one would have been the when I got named in the schools team, New Zealand schools team, and it was c- only because like my whole schooling, I always wanted to play for New Zealand schools. Like it was a goal of mine, um, and to sit in the sit in the room and get told that um, you're in the team um, when they announced it, um, and then going outside and um, calling my parents and telling them I made it. Um, that was another moment I'll never forget. Uh, yeah, favourite footy player um, I have a few Sonny Bill's the man though He's the mantis um, 
Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'd, I'd probably say Sonny Bull. Um, did you ever watch someone's highlights to get you amped up for a game? No, nah, I wasn't really like a um, watch highlights to get amped up sort of guy, but um, I did love just watching all the time. Um, guys like Benji and Sean Johnson and that um, highlights of just their steps and that. That's I loved watching those. Um, and like you know, one of my favorite ones probably would be like the um, their touch highlight reels um, of them away from you know the professional game. Um, yeah, I love watching those, but. Uh, to get amped up for games, probably not so much. Um, did you ever try copy something from a TV game in your local footy games as a kid? So, yeah, it's probably the same thing. The whack and the, um, trying to step like Benji and um, yeah, at the time it was Benji. He was the he was the goat. And see, I, I probably watched a lot more league when I was younger than than um, Union because um, my uncle played league. Um, he played for the Warriors and. And we used to watch him every weekend, and so I guess I just got more into watching league. Um, yeah, always try to do the Benji step, um, and then I guess probably like later on, like when we got a little bit older, I started trying to do the um, the Dan Carter run up um, for goal kicking. Um, for those of you who know, if you know, you know um, the the Dan Carter run up, the one step back to the side. <laughs> um, yeah. What's the difference between making it in rugby and not? Um, it's a really good question, and I think I would have to put it down to the first thing that comes to my head is there's so much talent um, in New Zealand, uh, like so many talented rugby players, and there's so many people who would, um, you know, be able to make higher honours um, than they actually do um, based on skill. So I guess like when it comes down to you have so much skill to pick from, you have so much talent, then it comes down to like you know, habits and off-field habits and um, training habits. And um, I would say that ones that I've seen that have gone the furthest um, are either freakishly talented um, or work really, really hard or both. Um, so, you know, guys that um, stand behind that training, stand behind that training and do extras, guys that sit in the um, in the computer room and do study on analysis and um, video footage, and then it just, and then after that, it just comes down to consistently performing on the field, because um, you can be, you know, an unreal player one week, but if you're shit the next week, and you just keep going on that roller coaster, um, the not, you don't see a lot of those people make it to the top. So, um, consistency, and that comes with time and effort and hard work. Um, the more time you put into your craft, the better you get, and the more consistent you become. I believe so. It all adds up. Sort of a follow-on from that, uh, what are the biggest barriers to making topside, going pro or semi-pro in footy, and how could an average Joe overcome that? Yeah, it would be the same answer, I think. Um, it's a it's a known saying that um, hard work beats talent that doesn't work hard, and I truly believe that. I think it all comes down in the end to hard work, and um, that leads to consistent performing, um, and that's how you make those um, those bigger teams. I do believe, um, and and this may be controversial to a lot of people, but I do believe that in some cases it comes down to a little bit of um, right place, right time, and a little bit of, I guess, um, persona and how the person is portrayed by people. I do believe that comes into it. Um, you know, the likes of, um, and obviously this doesn't mean um, you'll make it or not, like, this isn't that kind of situation, but I mean, like, say the likes of 
um, say Sonny Bill and Kieran Reid. Like everyone knows Sonny Bill um, a lot more than that. Than a, a lot more people know Sonny Bill than they do Kieran Reid. And why is that? It's because the you know the the persona he has, you know the um, the type of guy he is. It's just something about him, you know. And I believe that that sort of comes into um, how got sometimes how quick guys make it and how they don't. But sometimes that has nothing to do with it. I don't know. It, it's a little it's a little bit of a um, controversial statement but um i do believe in some cases it has a bit of a say in what happens uh how's covid going to affect footy over the next five years well, it's going to be pretty tricky in the it, it's hard to say over a long time because um obviously no one can predict the future and no one can see um, when all of this is going to clear up um but i would probably say um over this year it's going to be a lot different um, the boys are going to have to play in um, empty stadiums for the foreseeable future. Um, and that's going to be weird because atmosphere, I guess, has a little bit of a, um, a, a little bit of an impact on the game. Obviously, when you're playing at home, um, you have your home crowd. That gives you a bit of an advantage. Also, knowing the field and things like that. Um, you'll still have a bit of a home advantage, but I think a little bit less of one um, now that there will be no crowd there. Um, and, yeah, it's going to... I think it might, yeah, it definitely will change the way rugby is in the long run. Um, I'm not sure how that will be, um, but I definitely think it will change it. It'll be interesting to see how quick um, footy comes back to normal and um, when people are starting to come back and watch games and things like that. Because I even think when it does come back, will people want to go to games? And, um, you know, there'll be people that'll be weary and... Yeah, I don't know. Um, it's gonna it's gonna put a lot of emphasis on TV footy, and um, whether that changes the landscape of it, who knows? Um, obviously, with the likes of something like Mitre Ten, um, the crowd attendance isn't you know massive anyway, so like it's not gonna change it too much. But um, yeah, it's tough to say. And like I saw something about um, some, I think it might have been England Rugby Union or something, thinking about testing. Um, contactless rugby like no no contact no scrums or something like that fuck knows how that's gonna work <laughs> you fucking seen how tired those big boys get imagine telling those big boppers okay your fucking game has changed now you, you actually can't hit any rucks or um your job isn't scrumming anymore so yeah it's it's like fuck it, it's honestly a, a who knows and just have to wait and see kind of situation just like everything um everything's up in the air for everyone um it's just one of those times that people have to appreciate and i guess we gotta um take this time to sort of live in the moment um live in the present and um whatever happens happens and we just got to get through it together i guess so um yeah that's i guess that's it from me um thanks alan Ad, for the takeover tuesday uh, you can find me at underscore carlos price on instagram um or underscore 138 i run a little streetwear company we're very new uh, but we'd love your support so go and check us out um, yo, that's me. Later. How good was that? Not bad, eh? Um, thanks so much, Carlos, for jumping on. Uh, really appreciate it, bro, and, and looking forward to doing a follow-up one with you about talking about the business. Um, guys, if you have any questions for him, flick them through to me uh, at BarneyBarnetto1 on Instagram, or as he said, Carlos Price 138 and, uh, and he'll answer them for you. Um, probably going to link up with Lossie and do a business one for next week. 
quick apologies that this is actually on a Wednesday, not a Tuesday. I I got it late last night and I was I was a bit too lazy to put it up, so I was like, oh, I should put it up put it up in the morning. If you guys have enjoyed this, feel free to subscribe to uh, to follow us, whether it's on Spotify or Apple Podcasts or wherever you're listening to this. And I hope it's given you some value and, and some things you can take away and think about today as well. Yeah, have a good rest of your day or evening or wherever you are, and we'll catch you on the next one. Chat. Thank you so much for listening to another episode of LNA with me, the host Finn Barnett, and uh, it, whether it was me or just uh, another guest that was on there as well, go check them out if there was a guest on here. Um, if you want some more LNA, go to lnav.com. That's the hub for everything that you need. Um, all the Instagram, the social media, the YouTube, the extra stuff, the recommendations, the newsletters, the everything, all the value adds, it's all at lnav.com. So that's the best bang for buck. And if you're an Instagram kind of guy or gal or whatever, uh, checks out at LNAV podcast uh, that's our handle for instagram tiktok um, and i think just about everything else as well so more alanav go check us out at alanav.com see you on the next episode of alanav thanks for listening see you soon Cheers.